0: Hello, and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me digitally is Steve Haynes. Steve, I only know you as a person on my computer screen now. I don't think you're a real person anymore. This is You're just data. You're just data. That's all I am.
1: (laughs) I now have two identities. One. As the data to you through the internet to, as just a, just a boy eating cheese and field. bread and
0: having bad dreams. And that's and bread. where we're starting off with our chapter today, folks. Our chapter today is flight down the R&L. And uh, we're kicking off this chapter with another bad bed. What do we say every bad time dreams.
1: about bread and cheese? What do we say? Bread and
0: cheese equals bad dreams. And, bad and this dreams. is what we're ending up with. Rand is in another hellhole another mind hell hole that he just has to.
1: <laughs> Once again, it's just a nightmarish Look, dream. I, hell landscape. The, it hellscape. took
0: me a, a couple of tries at the beginning of this chapter to kind of get grasp what was going on because I don't know if it's like kind of on purpose that Robin Jordan kind of writes it in this sense or if it's not, but whenever he's writing dreams, it's always, I always find it sh- harder to, Focus. You know what I mean? And I think he's trying to do that on purpose to kind of, what's the word here? Recreate that sense of like non direction that you have in a dreamlike state. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And confusion.
0: Yeah. 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 Cause like it, he's talking about like when you open the chapter, he's talking about the ship and there's like these two giant spi- spires and it's like a giant maze. Yeah, he's just stuck like in a in a, a thorny maze. A, like a thorny maze. He's, he's like touching the walls, and there's like stuff about stone. Like he can feel, he can smell stone, or like the grave, like the it's like gravestone or something like that, and he can smell it or something. Uh, and it, yeah,
1: it's real, real spooky. yeah.
0: And as he's touching the wall, like he pricks his finger on a uh, on a thorn. That's on, on the wall. Yeah. Then he runs into balsamon the dark one like he does usually it's kind of where they tend to trans tend to get in touch with each other is through his dreams and it's not really like a conversation more than it is like a chase balsamon is like chasing him throughout this like shit maze you know he's like i'm gonna get you <laughs> i'm gonna get you ah. you're gonna join me i'm gonna get you there's a point though at the bit be- at this uh beginning here where uh, they I think uh, Rand is looking at a mirror and he can't really see what's on the mirror and then he flips it around and like him and Balzamon have the same face. So like he so like he is Balsamon. He's a Basel face. He's a Basel face. Like,
1: it's like when Luke Skywalker was in the tree and he chopped off Darth Vader's face. It was his That's exactly face. it.
0: That is exactly it. That's what it is. I actually I was just talking about that scene in Star Wars. I want to do a little sidetrack here. We got time to kill. I, want, doing it. I I was just thinking about that scene. I was talking to that scene uh, to a friend of mine the other night where I went through a good portion of my childhood. I've seen Empire Strike Back probably like 100 times, like everybody else. And a good portion of my childhood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I must have like missed that scene, that specific scene, because when I was like 13 or 14, I saw that scene for the first time, and it like blew my mind.
1: What? For the first time?
0: Yeah, because I, I the must have... F- the tree? The whole tree thing. The whole tree thing, I just missed it, even though I watched that movie like a million times. I just missed it all until I was like 13 was or 14. too spooky I for, for you.
1: Your brain blocked it. I,
0: I think I just fell asleep, honestly. There's some slow parts in Yeah, there. I
1: mean, Dagobah is rough when you're a child.
0: Yeah, there's some slow parts there. And when you're like eight or nine, you're just like, get to the spaceship stuff. Anyways, I digress. So Balsamon, or Rand's got a Balsamon face, and it freaks him out, and he wakes up. He, like, jerks, like, I think the line is that he jerks himself awake. That sounds way worse than it actually is.
1: <laughs> he wakes up.
0: <laughs> he wakes up, uh, and he's like, okay, I'm still on the ship. Everything everything's okay, but he looks at his finger, and he's got a little, like, he's got Blood. a there. A little blood from the blood Patrick of the Beelze-Man. So that's like going to show like Balsamon's power to kind of recreate uh dreams. You know, like in the Matrix, you know, if something that happens in the in the matrix happens in real life. Balsamon's exactly. making that happen to rank.
1: Blurring the line between what is real. Yeah. And what First is it was dream. rats.
0: Yep. First it was rats. Now it's these weird thorns. What's next? What's what else can this man do?
1: Hopefully. It's not worse than rats and thorn pricks.
0: Yeah. So the rest, there's a good chunk after this, that dream sequence where it's kind of, it, it talks about the character Gelb. Do you remember Gelb from when they first landed on the ship?
1: Wasn't he the guy that he got yelled at? He was supposed to be watching the ship.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to be watching the ship. And I think Ran fell on him. the boys all
1: snuck, and- snuck on and then captain was like gelb you idiot Come
0: yeah on. yeah yeah so what you there's doing? a good chunk of that of this chapter kind of illustrating a sort of tension between gelb and the Emmonsfielders, fielders plus tom but also yeah. at the same time like the crew as well are just kind of they 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 I don't think they trust this group, as well, like the Emmons the fielders, in a way, they're always watching them. You know, like what's what yeah. really going on here?
1: Nobody trusts anyone here in this situation. Yeah.
0: And I think on it even sides. says that one, uh, it, it says at one point in the book where Captain Domon, the, the captain of the ship, he, it's almost like he believes the Trollocs are after him, even though everybody kind of knows that it has to do with these kids in some sort of way. You know what I mean?
1: Well, it does seem like they are also after him for something. Like, I don't know. It does seem like because they do mention that Trollocs have come after them.
0: I don't know. I mean, they're they're pirates, man. It's a pirate's life. Like know, they, they are definitely
1: ra- after the boys, but yeah. uh, there might be there might be some booty on that ship. I think that they want. well,
0: maybe it's maybe it's like uh, it's an Elias sort of thing where you know how Elias runs into has has had run-ins with warders and Sedai in the past. Maybe yeah. Dolman has had some run-ins with Trollocs in 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 that world. I mean, th- when you're a traveler like that, you see shit for sure. When you're a pirate, when you're a pirate, forget about it. You've seen everything when you're a pirate. Kraken, Krakens, uh, while they're while they're kind of like on the boat sailing by the sailing down the RNL. I think they're on the boat for like. Four days or five days or something like that. The whole trip to Whitebridge is going to take 10 days. Yeah. Which is like, that's a long time on a boat. It's
1: a long time on a boat with a bunch of pirates <laughs> you don't know. But hey. Yeah. Beats, trolo- a... Beats running from the Trollocs, you know? Yeah,
0: doing? exactly. Hey, man, I'm with you. I don't want anything to do with the, them Trollocs. So there's a point here where they're sailing down the RNL and and they see a bunch of these stone figures that are like cut into um, Kings and queens and stuff like that, like historical figures, which is kind of like reminiscent to the, the, I think it's like the two kings of Gondor or something like that. Remember in Lord of the Rings when they're sh- like sailing down the river and they see those two giant those big
1: statues. statues.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, I kind of I take it kind of like that, but there's a lot more of these guys and they're not. Are
1: these that big. big?
0: I don't think they're that big. No,
1: no, I don't think they're that big.
0: But it's just it kind of just sets up like the history. But they're extremely of the
1: world. detailed, like and and crazy old statues. Yeah. That the boys yeah. are all losing their minds over. There's Everyone else on the ship, they don't give a shit. They've seen yeah, it a thousand they've seen times. That.
0: There's but a the great kids are part losing their shit over it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great part where they see this metal tower uh in the distance and like dolman's i think uh is talking to matt and rand and he's like oh that metal tower it's uh it's kind of like a signal for sailors just kind of like i think it's kind of like to know where they are it's kind of acts like a lighthouse in a way or just to uh, uh yeah, a lighthouse. measure of location
1: a lighthouse. just to know
0: where you are and matt's immediate reaction is treasure yeah, is there treasure in there
1: He's like, oh, that sounds cool. I wonder if there's treasure in there. Yeah, is and there treasure?
0: Like,
1: but it's just like, like, what is this kid's deal with the treasure, man?
0: I don't know, man. He's got a, he's got, a, he's got an eye for it. He's, the, he likes the treasure. And after you get um, a couple,
1: and you get yourself a sweet dagger, I mean.
0: Oh man, if you once you get like a sweet get like that, just a dagger, yeah, then all bets are off, man. Like you're gonna be just feeds looking it. for daggers all over. You're gonna be looking for daggers all over the place. Um. This cuts to another scene am almost immediately after where, Oh, Dom tells like Dom is just telling some stories about the area, you know, places where he's been. What, what like, talking about how, pirate well. life. Yeah. About the age of the area. There's something like Arthur Hawkins, uh, Hawkins and the leavings to see and find. They're just, yeah, just pirate life. Like, Bunch of treasure you can find, and shit. Like, so and a, probably... I mean,
1: there's a lot of things he say, says that
0: are that are like, what? Like, yeah, you know I, what I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's any per like, if there's any pertinence to it to like mention to it on the podcast. But it's just kind of cool that like this this whole point in this book is 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 a slow down from the big build up that we were getting to uh, a couple of chapters ago between mm-hmm. 16 and 22 or something like that. Or like mm-hmm. maybe 20. It's it's really solidifying how it's really solidifying the fact that this book was split into two books, you know, for yeah, like really young really. adult readers. So this is the great this is a great entry point for a second book <clears throat> to kind of like flesh out that world a little bit. Everything's a little bit more talky, it's a little slower going, which is all good. There's another point after Domin tells his stories where Ran. Kind of does some, uh, like he's up on the mast. Like he, he, fi- he figures his way and he climbs up on the mast or something like that. And then he starts doing some tricks, like some, uh, Why not some, so, some like acrobatics up there. He's like, he's hanging out. He's just like, he's stretching his arms out. And, uh, he, he's like overly comfortable up there, but he doesn't really pay attention to the fact that he's under overly comfortable until like Tom yells at him and says, get the hell down you're freaking everybody out and then he comes down and he looks up and he goes like whoa that was really high up and he's like kind of thinking to himself like what's going on with me you know i'm i'm kind of becoming fearless
1: yeah so it's something that he never like behavior that he would never exhibit beforehand
0: exactly. doing things that are
1: surprising it, himself
0: exactly like you've seen that in the Previous chapters, like in the crazy battle stuff, where he would just like charge people, like he would just like sense a threat and he pull his sword out and he's like, "I'm charging." You just them. run. That's his move. Yeah, <laughs> stick him with
1: a, stick him with a pointy end and run at him.
0: You know, Bam. after uh after my first fight that I've ever been in in my entire life, I think I was like grade seven or something like that. I remember coming home and like talking to my parents about it, and my mom was like, "Next time, just go ape shit. Just go ape shit on that kid, and I think that's the kind of the advice or kind of <laughs> channeling that Rand is It's great is taking in. <laughs> yeah, it was a good, it was a good moment in my life. Stuck in there for sure. Um, at this point, Rand is kind of like he's he's noticing a sort of distance to Matt. You know what I mean? Matt's kind of like skulking away in the background a little bit. He's kind of being a weirdo. And, He's kinda of being a weirdo. And he notices, he notices that he's kind of, he's protecting something on his on his person, you know? He he's like he he's hiding something. And I can't remember if he asks him about it or he actually notices it, but they end up Rand finds out about the dagger.
1: He has to like he sort of has to get it out of him.
0: Yeah, like a little bit like, what are you doing? What are you doing over there? Yeah. Is that bread and cheese? You had some bread and cheese? I got I I got some bad dreams I want to have.
1: Matt does not wanna show him the dagger and he gets it out of him. And then, you know. He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Why are you hiding that from me?
0: I don't think it's I, I don't think he was pissed about it. I think it was a little bit more of a um like, don't don't tell anybody else. Don't show anybody that you've got this. Because like we're on we're mm-hmm. on we're on a ship full of pirates, right? There's that Gelb guy. He hates us already. Like, you gotta be a little bit more careful than. You gotta be careful about having stuff like that. And Matt's like, treasure? More treasure?
1: Treasure. Yeah, of course. I mean, then I guess. <laughs> um
0: and yeah, that that more or less kind of wraps up the chapter today. It's not really action packed. It's just a it's just a little bit of like talking, a little bit of world world building, a little bit of a little bit of pirating. Well, one of my, my favorite in.
1: parts of this chapter is because remember, Tom uh, told them that the, the Mad and Rand are his apprentices. that's Gleeman. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of this chapter where they, you know, they're on this ship for 10 days. <clears throat> there's a point where, you know they have to they have to play that part, so uh, Tom starts teaching them a couple tales, some songs, some ditties. Uh, they struggle. This and- is how
0: you play Barracuda.
1: The, <laughs> he, he tried. They can't pick it up yet. But some of no. the pirates are watching. Some of them are picking it up too. It's just a it's just a fun little part that's going on over these ten days. I can't. Random Just Mac getting like super pissed and just like hates it. Um, <laughs> it's good stuff.
0: You know, I don't know if I mentioned it on yesterday's podcast or the day before, but this past week has been a has been a pirate shanty week for me. Yeah, you mentioned. And- yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, I just, is there, is there a Wheel of Time pirate chanty that we can learn? Is that, does I mean, anybody we write know? One. Uh, we can write one, but I'm just asking the people out there listening. Like, if you know of a uh, Wheel of Time pirate chanty, send it our way. We'll sing it. I, I'll sing it. I don't care. I'll just, I just want to know a pirate chanty.
1: <laughs> All right, well, you heard it. So send, yep. send
0: it in. Send it in. Send it in. And that wraps up our chapter today, folks. Nothing nothing too much going on, but, you know, still a little bit of talk about. Right, Steve?
1: That is right, Will.
0: Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be back to finish up the week with uh, Chapter 25. Is this Chapter
1: 25? Chapter 24. 5. 24. 25. Chapter 25. With the traveling the people.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll see you all tomorrow.